Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Last Stand Podcast. And here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the Last Stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment and in the sport of boxing. The 168-pound division known as the super middleweight division. Some of the top fighters and one of the biggest punchers is our guest today, Edgar Berlanga is not only a big puncher, but the kid is 16 and 0. But here's the thing. All 16 of his wins have come by knockout. In fact, they've all come in the first round. No one has been to the second round against Edgar. He's known as the chosen one, Edgar Belenga. He's our guest here on the last stand. Edgar, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? How's everything? Great, man. Hey, listen, I've been looking forward to this for a while that, to talk to you, to have you on. It is, first of all, bro, you working that Versace robe. It's one thing <laughs> to come on. It's another thing to come on on a Versace robe. <laughs> I'm trying, man. You know, I'm home. I'm relaxing. <laughs> I love it. Um, listen, if you, you go 16-0, and 0, all 16 by knockout in the first round. No one has been to the second round with you at this point is it becoming more pressure to sustain the streak uh especially because now people expect it when you fight um i feel like last year you know it was i wanted i wanted to end the year with a bang you know so i'm not gonna lie you know i wanted to end the year with a with another first round knockout you know i wanted to win uh prospect of the year which i won of, of 2020 you know, so that was one of my milestones as, as a fighter, man. And, um, you know, coming to the new year, 2021, I'm looking forward to, to doing some rounds, man, getting some rounds and, you know, and showing the world that I can actually box. Well, I'm happy you said that because, you know, when I'm, I'm watching your fights, I'll hear the analysts say, you know, <laughs> who call your fights, hey, they want to see you go rounds, uh, maybe want to see you face some adversity and see how Edgar thinks uh, in the ring, um, and if he has to think his way to a victory, what, what do you say about that? Um, you know, I've been boxing for 16 years, man. You know, so for me, it's it's um, it's second nature. You know, so for for whoever's out there that that's that you know that's either second guessing me or thinking that if I have stuff in the tank or if I have stuff in my in my, in my toolbox, I actually do. You know, I got all the experience in the world a fighter could ever need, man. And as an amateur. And, you know, as a pro, I've, I've been sparring top guys, man, you know, uh, such as, you know, you know, um, 
contenders or guys that's been in world championship fights. You know, so as a fighter, I feel like I got that. I got that, man. I feel like I got. I'm. I got the it factor for everything that 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 uh, a superstar needs. So who keeps then? Uh, Edgar Berlanga focus because you know when you have the type of power you have and when you're knocking guys out uh, left and right sometimes a fighter can be enamored uh, with their own power and really believe hey look it only takes one punch and and I can get this guy out so who keeps you focused who keeps you grounded as a fighter um my my family you know, now I got a, you know, I got, I got a baby on the way too. So that's keeping me like even more grounded, you know, and, and letting me understand that, you know, if reality is hitting me, you know, and I have to just remain focused because anything can happen with boxing. But I always knew that, you know, as a fighter coming up, you know, I've seen a lot of guys that, that, that had it all and then they just lose it. They just lose everything from one fight. You know, either they lose or they get knocked out and then they're not remembered no more. You know, everybody moves on to the next guy. So I already know that's how boxing is. You know, I've seen it happen numerous times. You know, one day you could be that guy and the next day you could be the guy that, that got beat or the guy that got knocked out. You know, so as big as I know that I'm getting is as big as I know that if something happens to me, God forbid, in that ring, man, I know that, you know, the media, everybody's going to, you know, criticize me. I'm going to be out there. So I always keep that in my head to remain focused and always stay on, on, on point with everything. And, and so what, it sounds like for me what you're saying is, you know, people just see the knockouts, but yeah. whether it's sparring or, or when you're in the gym, that you have other tools. You can box. Exactly. It sounds like is what you're telling me. Yeah, of course, man. You know, when I'm in the gym, especially getting ready for a fight, I train as if I'm fighting for a 12 round fight. You know, I'm in the gym, I'm working. You know, so people that's in the gym with me, they understand and they see the fundamentals that I got. They see my boxing IQ and they go, every time somebody new walks in the gym to watch me spar, they're like, shit. If they only could see this, man, they're gonna go crazy, you know, because of the boxing skills. You know, I was I was a boxer before I was a puncher. You know, I just developed into being this this puncher. I was never a puncher, puncher when I was an amateur. You get what I'm saying? I always my 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 thing was boxing, you know, was stick and move, use my jab, stay on my feet, you know, and give angles and you know, and then as I got older, I started developing this power, man. And you know, it transitioned to the pros beautifully. You know, I had the pro style. But now I also have the power, you know, and in boxing, that's what you need. I feel like as a, as a pro, man, you need, you know, it's cool to have, you know, look, at the end of the day, people want to see knockouts, you know, knockout sell. Just like when you play baseball, right? And you watch the guys that's hitting the home runs, the home run sell, man. You know, that those, those that's the thing that's going to fill up them seats in, in, in arenas. Um, you know, one thing I, I, I did notice, especially in your fights here lately, Andre Rozier. Uh, in your corner as your trainer, how has he helped your development? Um, you know, wow, you know, I, I hats off to him, you know, he he did take me to another level as far as being a professional. You know, he's for me, he's been at that level, at that level as a as a as a trainer and took his fighters to that level, you know, and uh to get to that level, obviously you need to you need to have experience, you know. And uh what he brought to, to the table for me was, you know, getting me in the gym. You know, as soon as I got with him, the first two weeks he flew uh, he flew us out to um to to camp with uh, with, with Derechenko when he got ready. I got him ready for Triple G. You know, so I was an amazing experience. I was in California at the Snack Gym. So these are type of stuff that I didn't really experience as a pro, and I got all that experience, man. You know, I sparred with 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 different guys, with Germans and and, and Europeans and stuff, and it was just amazing, man. You know, and I got back, 
won the fight, you know, but now it's like, now nah, he got me sparring three different sparring partners. You know, he's keeping me in the ring. He's throwing, you know, a guy in for four rounds, taking him out, put another fresh guy in, taking him out, put another fresh guy in and then taking him out. You know, so these are the type of things that all the, the, the greats did. You know, they, they got ready and, pre and prepped themselves like that. And that's what we're doing. Um, so how active uh, will Edgar be this year? How many fights do you anticipate having here in 2021? Um, you know, I'm looking forward to doing four fights. You know, I'm looking, we're looking uh, possibly fighting the first week of April and then fighting right back in June. You know, and I'm looking to get another fight maybe September. And then uh, probably, you know, I want to end the year in December with a bang, so. Mm. What do you say to those who say uh, Edgar Berlanga needs to be matched against better opposition? You know, I, I, at the end of the day, I just want prospect of the year. You know, and if you look at my resume, you know, I fought guys with winning records. You know, I fought guys that been in there with world champions that took the world champions to distance. And these are the type of people, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, man, it's, for me, it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. You know, for me, it's like, I look at it like this. If these guys would have took me to distance, they would have called me a bum. If these guys would have took me to distance, they would have said Edgar should have knocked them out. But since I'm making it look so easy, Edgar's fighting bums. You know, so it's, it's, I would never win. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna continue to do what I'm doing. You know, obviously he's working. Obviously, you know, I won prospect of the year. I've, I've made a, a crazy buzz in, 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 in the sport of boxing, you know, all over the world. Everybody's talking about me. I'm one of the hottest prospects right now in the world. So obviously I'm doing something right, Brian. So, you know, I just, I, I don't even pay attention to that no more, man. I just focus on what Edgar does and what Edgar does best and um, what my team got for me. And, you know, obviously top rank. Uh, I love when, whenever I have a, a fighter of your caliber on, I love asking them this question. If it was up to you, you could put top rank or your promotional company aside and Edgar could pick his next three opponents, who would they be? Um, my next three opponents, shit, I'll do, uh, Gabriel Rosado. After that, I'll do Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And, um, after that, I'll do Canelo Alvarez. Ooh, Ooh. wow. Uh, at, at what point, Edgar, did you know you had heavy hands? Um, like... At the age of like 17, turning 18, I knew I was like, damn, man. Like, I didn't really know. You know, I was always boxed. That's what I'm saying. I was always a boxer. So I never really knew what I had until I really sat down on my punches and, and understood my, my, my body, you know. And then when I understood and what I had, I ran with it, you know. And it's like now it's, it's, I'm unstoppable. Well, listen, your division has been unstoppable. I mean, as you point out, Canelo. Uh, Caleb Plant, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, David Benavidez. If you were going to rank top three guys in your division, in your opinion, top three guys at 168. Um, the top three guys right now I got is uh, 168, Canelo Alvarez, um, uh, David Benavidez, and Caleb Plant. Mm. Uh, uh, I, listen, uh, I, I know... Uh, that you just mentioned David Benavidez here. And so I was reading uh, an interview that he yeah. recently did. And I'm sure you probably heard this. Uh, David Benavidez talking about Edgar, quote, the people that he uh, knocked out are all bums. 
they're all garbage and make him look nice. What's your response to that? <laughs> I just laugh. You know, look at the first 16 opponents he fought. And look at the six, first 16 opponents I fought. You know, at the end of the day, for me, he's hating. You know, he, he, he sees the buzz that I'm getting. You know, and, and 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 for a guy like him to be calling me out and wanting to fight me and his father hitting me up, I must be doing something right. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, he got to respect it. He know what it is already. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, he knows eventually that fight with me and him should happen. You know, God willing, it will happen. And it's going to be big for the fans, man. But for him saying that, man, he should really, you know, take a step back and, and understand it and look into into the box rack and understand the first 16 opponents he fought and the first 16 opponents I fought. You know, I've been fighting guys with winning, rec winning records that's never been stopped before. Uh, Benavidez, in that same interview, uh, uh, talking about you, quote, this guy thinks he's a killer. He's not. I even have video of Erickson Lubin knocking this guy out in sparring, uh, end quote. What, what the heck happened in this sparring session? With nah, that, you see, look, look what happens. You see, when it, with a sparring, right? Cause I got all, I got the all, I got all the videos of that sparring, you know. So what happens is they grab a, a little small clip of a sparring, which they do with all the fighters, cause they did it with Brian Garcia, they do it with Devin Haney, they do, they do it with all these guys. They grab a small clip and they throw it out there, and then people run with that clip. You get what I'm saying? But a guy like me, I got the whole I got the whole sparring clip, you know. And and even and even Erickson went. And when that when it went out and you know out into the, the public, um, and this was four years ago, you know, this is mm. when I was I was just turning pro. I had about like five pro fights, four pro fights, you know. So he even tweeted out, listen, you know, Edgar's the real deal, you know, and Edgar's power is real, you know. So he he um how can I say it? Um he basically uh co-signed that already, you know. Yeah. So I yeah. left it like I left it at that. You know what I'm saying? For him saying that, you know, he, he know what it is already and I know what it is, you know, but for the fans and all the people out there, like I said, they grab a clip, a small clip and they'll throw it out there and make it look like something's totally not. How many fights, Edgar, do you think you need um, before you're ready for the elite guys at 168? The Benavides is the Caleb Plants, uh, the Canelos. Um, you know, right now, the way we moving, um, you know, if it was up to me, I'd, I'd get ready for them this year. But, uh, you know, like as, as far as my team and stuff, they, they know how to move me. You know, top rank wants to take their time, you know, and develop me as a fighter. So, you know, we're looking forward to getting in the ring with these guys 2022. But listen, man, if, if I could get into the ring with these guys at late 2021, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know, but like I said, at the end of the day, that's why you have a, a team for. And, and that team's supposed to, you know, help build you, help protect you and help you make the type of money you're supposed to make and, you know, become big in the sport. And, you know, top rank told me uh, today, you know, they said, you know, listen, just take it easy. You know, I want, I know you want to fight the big guys. I already know you feel like you're ready for them, but let's just, let's just follow this game plan and, and we're going to execute it. Do, do you, it seems like listening to you, do you get a sense that Gabe Rosado will be your next fight? Um, no, nah, I don't think so. Um, we're looking at a guy um, that's 19 and 0. Right now, you know, so, you know, we're trying to push for that fight. But, um, you know, then we're trying to get a, a fight with him in June. But, you know, like I said, man, it's up to it's up to top rank or whatever they want to do. You know, I could push as, as much for, the, for, for a fight like that. But, you know, 
listen, you know, top ranks build superstars. They know what it's like to build fighters and make them mega stars in the sport, man. And, you know, I don't, I, I one bit doubt them, you know, so whatever they have in mind, whatever game plan they have, then we're going for it. You certainly uh, develop, man, not only a following, but you've got like an A-list of followers. I'm talking about Fat Joe, Tracy Morgan, 50 Cent, all of these guys, you know, yeah. they tweet about you. They, they Every time you're fighting, you see them talking about you. Tell me, what do you think is the appeal of Edgar Berlanga? The charisma. You know, I was just on a big uh, podcast Zoom uh, two days ago with, with some, some people from Puerto Rico. And, you know, they, when I jumped off, they, my dad kept watching them and they was just going crazy for me. You know, it was like that. I'm the, I'm, I'm Puerto Rico's face, you know, that they love me, that, you know, I got the charisma, you know, I'm charming. I could fight, I could punch. So I, they say I have the whole package, you know, and, you know, just that, I feel like I have a lot of charisma, man. And, you know, obviously what comes with that is punching power. You know, what comes with that is boxing skills. What comes with that is the look. What comes with that is that I'm Puerto Rican and I'm from New York. You know, what comes with that is that I got, you know, I got a, a good crowd where I have, you know, the white people. I got our brothers. I got the people from Puerto Rico. You know, I got the other side. So it's like, I got, I got everything. And that's what you need to become a mega superstar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then how does a kid who, and I was sitting here reading uh, some stuff on you, who was nearly homeless at one point in Brooklyn, become one of the hottest stars in boxing? Um, you know, like for me, as, as, a, as, as, a, as a fighter, right? You know, and, and you know, there's as, as, as a lot of fighters that, that went through, you know, Mike Tyson, Zad Judah, you know, I'm talking about guys from Brooklyn, you know, so, you know, it, it, I'm not the only one, you know, and I won't be the last one. So for me, it's just, uh, it's just, it's all mental, man. You know, me and my dad had a, had a dream, had a game plan, you know, since I was a kid, man, and we followed it. You know, my dad went away for a couple years, you know, I sort of faded away from boxing. You know, I wanted to be a basketball player and, um, you know, he came back home you know, from, from, you know, from being away, you know, I was, I thought I was going to be a basketball player, man. And he was like, nah, man. He said, yo, Edgar, you don't understand what you got. He said, he told me, he said, listen, you're going to be the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's, the, the Carmelo Anthony's, you know, these type of guys, you're going to be them. The Michael Jordan's, you're going to be them, but in boxing, stick to boxing. They stick to boxing. You're going to become the greatest fighter of all, of all time. And I said, I, I thought he was, you know, bullshitting, but yeah. look, look at me right now, man. Look yeah, I'm absolutely. Know. I got guys like Lil Wayne that calls my phone, calling me that I'm, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a living legend already, you know, that I'm 16 and all, 16 knockouts, and he's never seen nothing like that before in his life, you know, so it's, it's just very inspiring for me. Absolutely. That's, that's hot. Uh, Edgar, uh, this is a segment we, uh, we do here on this podcast. Uh, it's called uh, Take a Stand on Your Health. It's brought to you by Man Cave Health. And this is an organization whose mission is to make sure that all men not only talk about, have an open discussion about their physical health, um, but take at least one day out of the year to go get a, a physical. And yes. for men who are 40 years and older, get a PSA test. Know your number because nearly 3 million men are riddled with prostate cancer. I'm a prostate cancer survivor. So the only reason why I'm sitting here talking to you is because I knew my number and I got a test 
it got diagnosed and I got it, surgery and had it taken care of. But listen, you're a professional athlete, so you're going to get physicals uh, before every fight and every year. Yeah. What about your father, as you talked about? Do you guys ever have a discussion about health? And do you say, hey, Pops, you know, you really should get a physical at least once a year. Yeah, um, you know, my dad, he just recently had, got a physical done. You know, he, everything came out positive. Thank, thank the Lord, you know, um, but for him, you know, it was, uh, he, he was never really going to the doctor like that until he started seeing, you know, his fellow friends, man, you know, going, going in and coming out either with cancer, they coming out with, a, with, a, with an illness, you know, so for him, he, uh, you know, he got worried, you know, and he was like, he told me, he said, damn, like, you know, like, I really need to, you know, start going to the doctor, man, and checking myself, you know, as, as long with my mother, you know, the, my mother's 51, my dad is 50, so, you know, you figure that they're already at that age, man, where anything can happen, you know, and they have to continuously get themselves checked and make sure that they stand up to par with their body and making sure that they're healthy. Yeah, and, and that that is really good. And has anyone in your family, especially whether it's an uncle, whether uh grandfather, ever experienced prostate cancer or come down with it? Uh prostate cancer, no, but um my grandfather, uh, my 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 cousin, she's right now. She's she's actually dying, man, um, mm. from from breast cancer. You know, that's so that's why October I came out with all pink and you know just supporting that. You know that cause. You know breast cancer awareness. So yeah, man. You know it's it's crazy. And then I got another guy that um a friend of mine that uh he has colon cancer as well. You know, so he's he's going through it right now as we speak. So you know, and he's already at that age, man, and. You know, he's about 40, so stuff like this, man, is tough, you know, for us and for the family. Well, you know, I, I, here's the, the one thing I do love is that because you're so young, at least you're conscientious to know and have that open discussion, whether it's with your father, whether it's with your cousin, your brother's like, hey, look, we as men need to get checked. Yeah, um, most definitely. You know, I feel like, you know, even now, even my age, you know, I, I feel like at a younger age, we should all should be getting checked continuously, you know, because like I said, man, life could be going as great as you think it could be. And next thing you know, like I said, like I told you, it could change in the blink of an eye, man. And, you know, you know, as of me, I, I'm, I'm always getting checked because of the fighting and everything. So we always checking ourselves and getting, you know, um, you know, getting checked out by, by doctors and stuff and, you know, getting our blood tested or whatnot. But, um, as far as men, man, we should always stay on top of that. It's very important for the health. Uh, man, and that's one of the reasons why Man Cave Health are, are really made this part of their mission to make sure that men know their number and men get an annual exam every year. And folks, you can do it too. All you got to do is go to their website, mancavehealth.org, sign up for their newsletter. And in fact, if you want to make a donation because Man Cave Health, their whole mission is to make sure that people who can't afford uh, to go to the doctor and get a test, that they pay for those. So if you want to go there, sign up for the newsletter, make a donation and help them help other men. All you've got to do is sign up there at their website and make sure you text last stand to the number 44321. Uh, here with Edgar Belanga. And Edgar, you know, for everyone who comes on, we always allow people who watch the podcast submit some questions. And let me tell you something, they came raining down on you. And oh, I only had to pick three because it was so many. I was like, well, we'd be here all night talking about some of these viewer questions. So uh, the first one uh, comes from Ivan 
from Twitter. He said, what's your favorite Puerto Rican food? Oh, shit. Uh, all right, so my favorite Puerto Rican food is arroz con andule with penil, uh, egg salad or potato salad, and uh, some pateles. So that's like the four right there. That's like all together. Nice, nice. Uh, another one here from Twitter. It says, uh, Edgar, what would it mean to you to one day main event the Puerto Rican uh, Puerto Rican parade weekend that Saturday night at the Garden in New York City? Oh, you know, that's a good question because actually we, the Garden actually has that day open for me this year. You know, so I already, we, we, the Garden is already on it. You know, they just waiting for the confirmation for them to open up to get this fight going, man, because they know it's going to be crazy. You know, so God willing, man, I'm praying to God. I pray to God each and every day, man, that, that you know, the Garden opens up, that this COVID once comes to sort of an end, you know, yeah. where they can open up and do at least half capacity. Edgar, if that happens, you're right. The city will be crazy that weekend, yeah. especially. I know it's, it's, hey, Brian, man, it's going to happen. You know, it is going to happen. It's already, it's, you know, already uh, uh, Madison Square Garden has the date set for me. You know, it's just wow. all up to the, I guess, to the government, to whatever, whatever's going on in New York. You know, they come to the conclusion and, you know, we can make it happen. I say we speak this one into existence. I'm with yes, you sir. there, my brother. Uh, this last one comes from Twitter as well. It says, if you and Canelo met today, what do you think is the outcome? Shit, man. Oh, man. I think it'll be a crazy fight. It'll be crazy. I, I, I'm going to have to go away for camp about three months, you know, and just really focus, man, because like I say, you know, right now, Canelo is that guy, you know, and, and it takes a lot of hard work, you know, to, 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 to be that guy. And, um, you know, I, I, his, I seen his last fight, and I said, yo, man, if me and this guy fought, I said, even if we fight in two years or whatnot, it's going to be a crazy fight because of his style, my style. You know, I'm not going to back down. I know pretty soon he's not going to back down. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he has power. I got power. It just is. I know it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be it's going to be insane. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. OK, Edgar Belenga, come to the last segment of this show. We call it the last stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want the first thing, Edgar, that comes to your mind. Not the second, okay. not the third. Don't him and haul. First okay. thing, you ready? Okay. Oh, here we go. Who, in your opinion, is the biggest puncher in boxing right now? Me. <laughs> when will Edgar Berlanga become a world champion? 2022. Hmm. Where would you rate? Edgar Berlanga right now in the 168 pound division. Number one. Oh, over Canelo. <laughs> well, I love you talking that talk yeah. here. All right, here you go. Now we're getting good. Uh, Who does Puerto Rico love more? Felix Trinidad or Miguel Cotto? Felix Trinidad. Oh, okay. Who is top ranks? top rising star right now? Shakur Stevenson, Tiafimo Lopez, or Edgar Berlanga? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, who's the hottest fighter out of Brooklyn right now? Tiafimo Lopez. Me. Or Edgar <laughs> <Me>. <laughs>
<laughs> Edgar Malanga, my brother, this was great, man. I, I've been you, waiting Brian. to do this for a long time, man. Yeah. And listen, thank I wish you, you nothing but success. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Hey, listen. you know, the guy that you know that, that put us on, man, he was like, oh, it's Brian Custer. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get on that. <laughs> I love it. I You're love both, it. Man. I love it. Hey, it's been an honor. And folks, listen, that's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment. And let me tell you something. When it comes to sport of boxing, talking about punchers, 168, Edgar Belanga is the big name. And it's going to be here for a lot of years. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Thank you.